0: Welcome to Previously On Succession, a podcast series designed to help you through the fantastic story of the Roy Empire. I'm Katie Pungrig. Season 2, Episode 10, This Is Not For Tears. We begin back before Congress and in the shoes of a trembling Greg. He takes his seat before a bank of photographers, stands to take the oath, then braces as Gil Evis prepares to question him. Away from the questioning, Logan is in a car with Hugo watching on screen. He shows Hugo a list of names of potential blood sacrifice candidates. Hugo suggests adding his own boss, Carolina, to the list. Logan declares him a nasty bastard, then asks if Roman is safe after Turkey. He has everything he needs, says Hugo. Logan's phone goes, flashing up the name Philippe Leighton. Logan takes the call. Philippe is a powerful shareholder and tells Logan their position based on the current scandal is that they need some cover, a.k.a. the blood sacrifice. Logan suggests they're on it, and it might be Jerry or Carl, maybe Frank. Frank. However, Philippe says they believe due to the toxicity of this whole cruises thing, it should be Logan himself. Logan asks for time to think. Behind him, Hugo announces that Greg might be talking himself onto Logan's list, but Logan is now distracted and lost in thought. Cut to the most amazing yacht you've ever seen, being prepared for sea. Connor and Willa board. They talk about the play. Willa saying she doesn't need to see the reviews. And anyhow, the reviewers might like it. Yeah, they might. Already on board are Tom and Shiv. Tom is excited as Shiv has lined up a threesome with a female crew member in a bid to show him the benefits of their special open relationship. He keeps trying to spot the third wheel in their sexy shenanigans. Greg, Kendall, and Naomi Pierce walk towards the yacht, Greg rueing that he didn't just say, no woman, no cry, to every question before Congress, or maybe, I volunteer as tribute. On the sea, Connor is loving his new political following, the Conheads, and the fact that he is now immortalized as a GIF. As he smiles, his tablet notifications beep. It's the first batch of reviews. Willa is nervous and says she'll just read his face as he reads the words. Instantly impatient, she asks him to read her a good one. He starts scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Willa grabs the tablet, reads the first headline, and tosses it overboard. A smaller boat arrives carrying Roman, Carl, and Jamie, free from their hostage drama. Everyone laughs and jokes about their experience. Who did you suck off to escape, asks Ken. Roman snaps and tells them he thought they might die. Everyone apologizes. Jamie says that, business-wise, Roman did good. Later, as they catch some sun on deck, Roman asks who might be in line for CEO now that Rhea is out. Kendall suggests it could be anyone, even Greg. Roman seems changed after his experience and asks that if they all come through this, can they sometimes just talk normally about things, maybe? Shiv and Ken take the piss, as is their sibling, duty. A helicopter roars into view. Logan steps off the yacht and immediately calls a meeting with Roman, Jamie, and Carl. Jamie tells Logan that Roman did great, and it looks like they might be able to take the company private. Roman admits they pitched hard, but Jamie says he's being too modest, and he actually killed it. Logan is happy for the first time in a long time. Jamie tells him he can tell the shareholders to go whistle. However, Roman isn't done. He tells Logan that although Edouard did say he wants in, it could just be horseshit as they seem kind of flaky and there was a lot of shit going on. Jamie argues that they said yes and although the money being talked about is scary, it makes sense. But Roman points out that if they fail, they die. Logan agrees with his son. Before leaving, an angry Jamie tells Roman he is way off and reminds Carl that someone is getting tossed out of the balloon and likely going to jail if they don't go with this deal. He leaves the yacht on a boat. Tom approaches Greg as he drinks champagne with the news that the Edward deal is off and instead it's going to be a head on a spike. Connor asks Logan for help with the reviews, asking if he can lean on them and help boost the play. He also asks if he can hit his dad for a little hundred million. Logan says if so, Khan has to quit his presidential campaign because it's a horseshit pipe dream. Everyone thinks he's a joke and it's fucking embarrassing him. Gee, thanks dad. Later, Logan tells everyone that they're all friends, so enjoy the night and tomorrow they can work things out. A.K.A. who will be the head on the spike. Jerry asks Roman who he thinks it might be. Frank, he declares, before telling him and Carl he's running a book, and both men have short odds. Carl asks what they've heard. Paranoia is high on the high seas. Later, Logan questions when Kendall was going to ask if he could bring Naomi Pierce on the yacht. Ken says she's good for him, but his dad questions if they have the provisions to cater for an extra person, and says he needs privacy for everything going down. He adds that he wants Kendall clear-headed and drug-free, and he doubts having her on board is going to help that. In their cabin, Shiv asks, should she invite the third player in their threesome up? Tom's enthusiasm is waning. He asks, could he watch, or even better, could the other woman watch them? He worries he may not be able to perform, and wonders if maybe the other woman could watch through the keyhole in the bathroom. Shiv says he doesn't have to do it, and Tom is quietly relieved. The following morning, Kendall has to say goodbye to Naomi. She asks him to come with her, but he can't. At breakfast, Logan says that he is the obvious choice for the blood sacrifice, but is immediately shot down by his gathered family and team. He says, well, in that case, he needs a meaningful skull and promises whoever steps up will be taken care of. Kendall suggests perhaps Jerry is at the center of the tangled cruises web. But Roman leaps to her defense and argues, why not Frank? He fucking hates Frank. Frank says he is not a big enough sacrifice after what happened between him and the family already. Unlike, for example, a loyal man like Carl. Carl brings it full circle and suggests Jerry again. The talk flows and names are tossed in, then dragged back out. Roman continues to defend Jerry, arguing the sacrifice has to be a man in light of the women who suffered on the cruises. And he says the obvious choice, really, is Tom, head of cruises. Ken begins to back his brother. Then Carl chips in, also in agreement. Shiv, quiet until now, agrees that her husband Tom seems logical. He's taken aback. Does Tom work? Asks Logan. But Ken has to admit he's not a big enough skull. Roman asks, how about Tom with some Greg Sprinkles? Greg Sprinkles? Questions the man himself, hearing from Roman that said sprinkles are basically a garnish to anyone sitting at this table. I'm more than a sprinkle, says Greg, before pointing out that Roman is widely known as a horrible person and might be a good option. Logan says he has food for thought and calls the meeting to an end. Logan and Kendall join Stewie at a little island restaurant. Logan comes with a deal, no negotiation. He offers three board seats, including Kendall's, and a say in the CEO appointment, among other tasty morsels. Stew turns them down flat. Tom is annoyed that Shiv went after him. He reminds her she first spoke of an open relationship on their wedding night, telling her it wasn't cool. He admits to being pretty unhappy most of the time and wonders if without her he'd be less sad than he is being with her. Shiv is visibly shaken. Back on the yacht, Tom walks to where Logan is seated to eat. He takes a piece of Logan's chicken, bites into it, and thanks him for the chicken before walking away again. Logan is mildly befuddled and goes to see Shiv. She says it's just the tension getting to people. "'He ate my fucking chicken!' What next, asks Logan. Stick his cock in my potato salad? Shiv asks if he has any conclusions yet regarding the sacrifice. Logan juggles names. Tom, Jerry, Greg, even Ken. Logan asks her opinion, reminding her it's a choice very senior people would be able to make. But she cannot choose. Logan tells Ken he has to be the sacrifice because Logan trusts him. He accepts the decision without argument. Logan says they will arrange a press conference where Ken will admit he set everything up and it went no higher. He asks if his dad ever thought he could do the top job. Logan thinks, then says, you're not a killer. You have to be a killer. Kendall thinks maybe he deserves prison to atone for Andrew Dodds, but but Logan says no and calls Andrew an NRPI, no real person involved. Ken nods solemnly, places a hand on Logan's shoulder and a kiss on his cheek. Shall we? Asks Logan. Before dinner, the news is announced to the rest of the family and firm. Roman says no, but Kendall says it's all good. A helicopter arrives to whisk him to the press conference. He travels with Greg as company. They land and head off in cars, arriving at the conference room and the gathered masses of the press. Carolina meets him. Logan is watching from the yacht with Shiv. Kendall takes the stand to make a statement. He speaks, saying he has an announcement about the wrongdoing and how he's been asked to step up as a suitable figure to absorb the anger. However, he says, the truth is... That my father is a malignant presence, a bully, and a liar who was fully, personally aware of the events for many years and made efforts to hide and cover up. He had a disregard for the safety of migrant workers, vulnerable performers, and guests. Back on the yacht, Roman joins Logan and Shiv, totally stunned at Kendall's words to the world. Kendall wraps up by stating that the notion of millions of dollars were paid out without his father's approval is fanciful. Kendall says he has copies of records showing his sign-offs, the paperwork salvaged by Greg. And this is the day his father's reign ends. Kendall stands and walks out. As back on the yacht, Logan's face is stone, his number one son showing he is indeed a killer. I hope this was useful. If you need any more help, all episodes of Previously on Succession are now live. Just search in the previously on feed. And don't forget, once season three airs, we'll have a weekly discussion episode hosted by Jamie East, along with some very special guests, which will go out the following morning. Thanks for listening.
1: Deaf yep, Doris. Yep, yep. Doris.